All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming back to the Tea and Champagne podcast. My name is Lena. I'm Dee. Thank you guys for being here. I'm so excited. Yes. uh, We are like doing it out here in these chatting in the streets. (laughs) Would you say? Would you say so, Dee? You know I'm going to say so. I'm just <laughs> trying to keep it all in. We got some good tea coming up very soon. I'm not going to spoil this tea. We're going to let it brew. Mm-hmm. We're going to let it brew yeah. some more. But y'all yeah, just stay just, tuned. Y'all just stay we tuned. We just boiling the water for y'all. We ain't even <laughs> put the tea bag in yet. You know what I'm saying? We just got to... We're not even putting the boiler on high. We're going to put it on low. It's simmering you gotta right wait. now. If you gotta wait, you just gotta wait for this this good tea that we about to serve up to y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how your week yeah. been today? I mean, how your week been? The week's been good. You know, I'm gonna always say I'm blessed and highly fl- um I'm flavored too, but <laughs> blessed and <laughs> I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> despite whatever isn't necessarily always going my way I just always <laughs> fall back on that so good good week um this episode yeah. is following the Friday of my daughter's homecoming week so she had a really exciting week oh, well, and yeah. their school won their homecoming game so burp, 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 burp. Burp, 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 burp. That was exciting. Go blue. And um, yeah, that was a great way to end the week, actually. How about you? How's your week been? Um, My week has been growing. I'll just say, like, I just feel like I just been in this growing bag. I mean, along with the good news that we got. You know how you know how things kind of just don't work out for you the way you plan, but then like mm-hmm. something else happens and it's just like better than what you wanted I guess um so I just feel like we're just growing um we as in ourselves but we as in the podcast too yes (laughs) so it's just been a week of growth and um I was in the gym three days a week and um this week and I'm proud of myself for sticking with that goal and yeah, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm not, you know, kind of stressed. Yeah, I have been, you know, over the, over the last month. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm happy. Nice. I'm glad you went into the gym. I know that's always an intention that we set. You know, our last mm-hmm. intention. I said I was going to read my book and go get my book from the library, and I got okay. it. Okay, and Yay! I've been reading it. <laughs> It is so good, y'all. It's so good. Again, it is called Red Rising. It's by Pierce Brown. If you're into that dystopian lifestyle, futuristic, Hunger Games vibe, it's good. So I'm proud of myself, though, because it's let me reduce some of my screen time at the end of the night. I go into my Mm -hmm. book, and I'm looking forward to reading it. Sometimes I get mad at myself because I'll be too sleepy. Like, damn, I'm tired. I want to keep reading. (laughs) I gotta go bed. <laughs> so yeah. it's good. It's taking me back to how I used to be with books. I used to like look forward to a book the way you look forward to like your next show next week. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
that's good that you can rekindle that. And I'm proud of you too for you know being you know sticking <laughs> to you. your goal and saying that mm-hmm. you're gonna write, read the book and you read it and you enjoying it and you giving back to yourself. So yeah. that's good. Um, so we'll celebrate those small wins. Small wins, small wins. Because like I said, I wanted to take a break from reality, and it has been giving my brain a break, and it's good. Yeah. Nice. Well, you know, I'm on my social media break right now. So you are. I know. Um, I've been trying to send you some videos on Instagram and your name don't pop up. I'm like, oh, she for real. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see how long I can go. I really okay. want to know because um, I just feel like I get too caught up in what's trending so much. Like, I have a love relationship between media. I mean, with yeah. media. So yeah. I kind of feel like I want to know what's happening. I want to see the, the latest stuff, but then it's enticing, but I got real things. Like, I have a real life that I can live. So, um, with not being on the gram, I'm kind of more alert to things. I mean, I'm, I'm, I run our social media page, and the stuff that we follow is boring, and I'm going to keep it that way, because I don't okay. want to feel like I got to be enticed on going back to what I want to see on my timeline. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. Okay. I'm able to focus on my chores at home, you know, straightening up, um, you know, be a little bit more proactive at work too. So, yeah. and, you know, be pro with this show because this, nice. this is the, this is our child right here. So okay, um, just taking a break from what everybody else is doing and what they saying kind of helps. I'm still on Facebook, but um, Facebook is like Walmart to me. So everybody's there. So I mean, I ain't really missing out there. So okay, it's working out for you. I'm glad. I it is. I'm falling. I try to fall back on it too, because you don't want to depend on that for your like livelihood or as far as like what you think life is. <laughs> like yeah. it's what you live it, not what you're seeing on your screen. So right, reading has helped me not crave the media as much which is good mm-hmm. good yeah. well what you got going on for I know you didn't say there was a business but right. what we got going for that slide yes or so no I, did I skip huh? a step do we want to uh, oh, make no, sure no, we no, remind no. our listeners on how to contact us thank our listeners yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, we handled the announcements at the top of the show. Um, So, listeners, sippers, if you are still interested in being a guest or if you have any questions and you want to contact us, because we ain't on the ground. So, if you want (laughs) to, like, really reach out to us, you can email us at tandchampagnepod at gmail.com. You know, any feedback you would like to give, any questions, just go ahead. You know, send us an email. We check them. You know, y'all ain't sent nothing, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just don't, just remember to um, email us there. Um, I do have some events this week. Um, no black business, but some really good events for the city of Chattanooga. I have three. So, uh, beginning with um this one get ready to celebrate hip-hop in chattanooga 
from October 7th to the 14th. You can experience weekly hip-hop events across the city that include fashion, hip-hop trivia, and friends and family day. The Hip-Hop Summit will kick off on Friday on October 13th, beginning with the Red and Black Affair featuring hip-hop mogul Dane Dash. And on Saturday on October 14th, you can make your way to the free Hip-Hop Industry Conference. You can experience panelists and discussion featuring artists, producers, managers, and label executives that will take a deep dive into the inside of hip-hop the lineup includes Hit Kid, Sunny Digital, J Rich ENT, and La Russell. You can find more information and tickets on CHAHipHopSummit.com. On October 21st, Chattanooga Moms Demand Action presents. The Freedom Over Fear Fall Festival, Come Gather and Show Solidarity as the Community Commemorates Domestic Violence Awareness Month with an afternoon of fun, food, and fellowship. The event begins at 11 a.m. to 3 in the afternoon. The location is the Tennessee River Park on 32nd Lost Mound Drive, and that's at the Pavilion Number 5. The event is free to the public. And also on October 21st, Saturday, October 21st, Kay Desiree presents the Brown and Beige Soiree Fall Mixer. So go have brunch with a purpose. This will be a fun-filled fall mixer where awesome people, great music, and delicious food all come together. Tickets are $100.00. A portion of the tickets will benefit Girls Inc. And you can purchase those tickets on eventbrite.com. All right. That's all the announcements I have. Y'all go ahead and support these local events. They're for a good cause. You can't say there's nothing to do. I gave you three events happening on the weekend. Get your boo. Get your girl. Get your homeboy. Get to the business. Indeed, because... Everything you highlighted is definitely going to be a good time. Definitely going to mm-hmm. support something at the Hip Hop Summit for sure. We already registered for at least one thing that I know I can commit to. And mm-hmm. that's just probably one of a few things I want to go to. And the Beige and Brown event, I really want to go to that too. I support Girls Inc. I volunteered with them before and I love everything that they have going on. So that would be great yeah. too support as well so thank you lena for putting that on everybody's radar no y'all, problem y'all one quick out shout there. out to, to sakura justin the ceo of chattanooga girls think that's my cousin so you know. nice shout out gotta shout plug out. that in gotta plug and, that uh, in this one's for and, you <laughs> yes yes thank you because those initiatives are important and um october is domestic violence awareness month so the mm-hmm. event that we're um promoting to support that that's also a good one to look out for too yeah yeah and i mean it's a fall event don't you like fall? it is a fall like, event the weather is the nice are falling. the it's colors like the are nice yeah yes. things are changing and everything so yeah yeah hmm. all right so do you got any new music that you want to put in people's ear you know our last you know um 
guest was a musician and we were able to wake up to some new music on that. But has there been anything else you've been vibing out to these past few days? Yes. Yes, and I'm glad we're bringing this back because we don't talk enough about music uh, mm-hmm. enough. Um, and this gets me through the week and through the day, you know. So um, I got my Spotify playlist up right now. I've been listening, well, of things that I've been listening to this week. Of course, I'm still bumping Partisan Fontaine. I really just like that. I just like how he talk. Like, um, he just be saying some real fly shit to women that I just feel like. <laughs> We all need to hear, like, just, like, not putting you down. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I yeah. want a guy that kind of just, like, support you for you just being fly yourself. And not even just, like, being somebody that just um, have a, a, um, a high-cost lifestyle. Like, he kind of mm-hmm. said something like, I see you in that little Honda, but eventually I know you're going to get to your dreams and you're going to be <laughs> in a foreign. Like, you know what I'm saying? Speak life into me, babe. So, Do, you know what song um, that, Do you have a particular song or what song? <laughs> that one is called Underrated. That's the okay. last song on his album. But song. even okay. it's another one... Um, I think it's a, it's called Money Machine or something like that. I like that one too. It's okay. right before Underrated. Like those are my two ones. So, um, okay. definitely still listening to Bay. Um, let's see. I have been still listening to Kanye, and um, I, this week I listened to the College Dropout. But do you remember um when Kanye like put together like this ensemble of his artist, um, and made, like, an album or a project. Like, I think it was, like, 2012 or 2013. Do you remember that? I think I remember that, yes. Okay. What about it? Well, I've been, I've been listening That's to what that. Listen to yes. Um, the album cover kind of looks like Watch the Throne. It's just silver. <laughs> it looks exactly like the, the Watch the Throne album mm-hmm. cover, and it's just silver with a woman. But um, I've been listening to What's that. What's and they though? Because I don't now, um, I, I think it's, I remember that, but I had thought about it's that. Called, it's called Kanye West presents Good Music, Cruel Summer. I remember the, his Good Music. Does he still have that as a label? Are people still on Good Music? I don't. Well, I know Tiana Taylor's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know as far as like contract and legal shit, but we Tiana okay. Taylor was kind of like, you know, if I'm not supported here, then I'm going to go somewhere else. And that's why she kind of retired out of the music industry. But, um, yeah, it's got, like, unfortunately, R. Kelly is on the project, but um, I don't listen to him anymore. But the first song on the project features R. Kelly, and it at the time, it was a good song. And I just had to get through it. And Tiana Taylor's on that song. But this is the project where like Click and Mercy was on. Yes. You remember oh my that song? Yes, because Mercy is number three on my playlist. Yes. Yes. So, Lamborghini Mercy. Real chick. Yes. Thirsty. Thirsty. Yes. So Click and and <laughs> and I I love Click because Beyonce will I don't know which tour it was but it might ain't it, nobody it, fucking it, with my Click. 
click yes click, like she kind of incorporated click. diva to click like the beat mm. in one of her concerts and that shit yeah. was so live like yeah, you cannot just, deny you cannot deny what kanye has contributed to our culture because click yes. and mercy are top tier um <laughs> higher by the dream yes. pusha t maze yes come on come on 80s higher Creepers by Kid yes. Cudi, and I fuck with Kid Cudi. That's he's so mm-hmm. underrated. I love his music too. Okay, thank you, Lena, for reminding me of Cruel yes. Summer because it's that really was good. a whole ass thing. Yeah, yeah, it's thing. really good. Okay. And I like the song. I like New God Flow, of course, because Kanye be giving out a business on that. He be like. Mm-hmm collaborating scriptures and like making metaphors with life like yeah oh, it's kind of cool and then I like uh the morning um it's like yeah. I'm getting this nigga in the morning <laughs> <laughs> so um I just I, I just love it. like that yeah. project was just dope and you know whatever Kanye yeah. I know, so whatever Kanye is doing, you know, now, um, just try to go back and kind of listen to his yeah. old stuff because he's still that dude. Um, it is, yeah, he's still out there. What else I've been listening to? Uh, Nipsey Hustle, of course, still in my hustler bag because we hustling this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. I haven't really been into oh well I've been listening to other Kanye projects so I finally listened to like the full late registration I know that was not like one of my favorite um pieces by him like I I love college dropout so much that I was so disappointed that he dropped late registration so and I like graduation too like graduation was like one of my favorite albums but I finally listened to the whole body of work again. You know, it's been years since I first experienced it. And it was so good. It's just as it good is. as the, the other two. And, um, of course, I sent you We Major. I sent that to you um, this week to let us, let, you know, giving us some motivation. Um, yeah. And I said that, yeah, and that song is fire. It's a classic. It's yeah. a total classic. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I've been listening to a little bit of Travis Scott, um, Birds in the Trap. What is this this called? Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Um, Because there was this song that he has with... um, It's not... It's somebody from CMG. Black Youngster. He's on the intro of the song. But it's a song called Coordinate. And it's this part on the song that says, uh, ain't nobody out here going hard for you. You've been working hard for you. And um, when that song, when I when this project came out, I was still in college. And that was my song that I would listen to while I studied. And just going back and listening to it today, realizing how far I've come since then. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, putting, putting you know, small wins into perspective or big wins into perspective so I've been going going um through that so that's like the journey through music you know there you go what you've been listening to your bag I'm feeling good I'm feeling good (laughs) 
I got a couple. I ain't gonna hold y'all too much. Um, we touched into how I was playing Janelle Monae's latest album, and mm-hmm. um, I know "Lipstick on Your Neck" is on that album, but the songs that I have in rotation is "Float." I advise anyone to listen to that song. It's it's like I think maybe the first track, and it's her hype track, and. It just exudes all this confidence. I really like that. Mm-hmm. She has features on her album. I think Dolce is on her album. Nia Long is credited oh. on her album. <gasps> so Nia, I'm baby. still trying to figure out where Nia is fitting into that song yet. I'm trying to find out where I'm hearing her at. But Does she recite like yes. a lyric or something? Like something like, did she like say something that Nia Long might have said in a monologue or something? I think so. And I don't know what part it is because Janelle Monae is talking on the track as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you exactly the name of the song itself, like the actual title of it. Um, okay. Because that album I've just been playing all week and like basically, I guess the whole month of September. And uh, Chloe, who is another artist that I would have wished I could have saw live while she was on her tour. I know Mm -hmm. she just wrapped her tour and I'm kind of feeling a way that I didn't get a chance to see her live because I really like her CD, Um, Mm y'all. Yeah, her album is good. And I've been playing Pray It Away, which... Mm -hmm. um, is a you know it's a good song and uh, body do that's another song mm-hmm. I've been <laughs> yeah. so uh, that's just a little a little taste um i wish body that... go ahead i was go just ahead. gonna say body do sounds like america has a problem by beyonce that's like that's what i like it's like the baby version of Beyonce, sorry. It reminds me, yeah, it does. Re- it does feel inspired, and it does remind me of that song. So, mm-hmm. um, and I can't find the name of the song that Neil Long is on. But those two artists have been what I've been vibing out to. So I'll and leave it. I'll to, leave that there oh, with y'all. No, shout I was out just to gonna Lola. say shout out to shout out shout out to Neil Long. <laughs> I saw this guy last week that had this great shirt on with her. And I asked him to take a picture of it with me because it's just like this, like me alone is like that girl. And it's it's like, you know how you see those Marilyn Monroe t-shirts? It's me alone, you know, which is better. So um, I asked him where he got this shirt from. He said he just went to some site and, and ordered it. And I'm like, that's not enough information. I want that, that top. I mean, and it's like the 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 short hair Neomo. It's so cute. It is a good, it's, it's a like, good picture. It's a, it's good, a good picture, picture of, her. of her. Yeah, very very oh. good picture. Almost vintage shirt. Almost gave yeah. me like a vintage vibe. I wanted that shirt too. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to Neomo for sure. And right. actually, I did find the name of the song. I think it's okay. called "A Dry Bread." It's like one of her last songs on the album. So the driver. Uh, yeah, her song her songs have very interesting titles. So I'm recommending her album to everybody. Well that sounds like you're talking about wine. A driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of my favorite drinks. 
which will lead us into our next segment. D, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, what I've been drinking these past couple episodes. It is a continuation of Peach Persuasion. I did not realize how big that bottle was, so I'm still getting through it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've just really been drinking with y'all, so I, it's not like I'm killing it through the yeah. week. I'm, I'm <laughs> always just revisiting it as it's time to yeah. record, and it's just as good as it's been. For real. We don't be drinking for real. Yeah. I'm not a real big solo drinker. I like drinking with people. Yeah. And when I say people, I don't mean my, my kids. They're always here. I guess I could always... <laughs> have a glass while they're in the room but I like drinking with adults <laughs> there you go and I haven't been around a lot of adults <laughs> lately so co-workers but he's what responsible you <laughs> um I picked up something from Trader Joe's it is called Conti Ferlani I think um this is the bottle here it's pretty big but it is a Prosecco Rosé um good it's getting the job done it's pretty you know so I kind of just it is it is a pretty bottle and I got the vibe I got backtracked just a bit Nia Long is featured on a song called The Rush not a dry red (laughs) a dry red is a good song too (laughs) I ain't gonna leave Nia Long out there on the wrong thing it's called The Rush which is also a good song that's on my playlist as well so but you know what we should do what we need to just cheers to Nia Long. Cheers to Nia Long. And that album has a song called Champagne Shit, too. So, Oh, okay. We need to cheers to that, too. Two times. Cheers to that. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, listeners and sippers. Y'all ready to get into the episode? Yeah. Go ahead. We're going to open it up with an icebreaker. Okay. Today's okay. episode, we're journeying, we are taking a journey through uh, our relationships with our professional circles and mentorship and all of that dynamic, right? We're getting into our mental health bag. Uh, the next few episodes, we'll try to be focusing on the health of our mind, body, and soul. And mentorship is a part of that. Relationship building is a part of that. And a big part of building relationships takes place in your workspace. So to open this topic up, and we're going to talk about our experiences with that, I want to ask you, Lena, if you had a celebrity that you could reach out to as a mentor for yourself, who would Hmm. that be? And if there was a mentor or a celebrity that you wanted to mentor, you know, take under your wing, who mm. would that be? Okay. I like these. Very high and spicy. Okay. Now, as far as mentorship, I have a gang of them, like, for real. Um, number one, my fairy godmother, Oprah Winfrey. That is, <laughs> that is my fairy godmother. Dude's got a godfather, I got a godmother. So uh, definitely Oprah Winfrey. Want to see how, I mean, because they kind of, I, I just, they kind of just threw Oprah out to us and was like, okay, she a talk show host. I want to know the backstory behind that. How many days did you cry? You know, how did you show up for work? You know, how did you decide to even record a show when you didn't like your outfit today? You didn't like your right. hair today? 
you know, right. even when they kind of discriminated her between like when she was, you know, a little bit more curvier and it made her lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what were you going through? And even with you, like, where did you tap in like fully where you just told your mind, like, fuck y'all, I'm doing me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when, right. when did that energy come for you to like realize that you was that girl, you that be? So um, definitely her. She's a media ma- uh, mogul, media maven that I very I, I admire. I actually went to Tennessee State University because I just knew Oprah went there too. Or, you know, she even enrolled. She didn't even graduate at the time, but she just enrolled into Tennessee State. And I just felt like that was destined for me. So um, definitely my fairy godmother up top want to know want you to be my mentor like for real and then how you save money because i heard you a billionaire where you get this money from how do you invest in money how do you save it where do you put it how do you invest in it because she was in maui i mean this kind of off top she got a house in maui but when they had those wildfires there she was yeah. there giving up and that's just humble you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah she ain't she ain't even like just I need to be outside, like, recognize me. I think people people was trying to, like, film her, but she wasn't even on that. She was really trying to be there for the cause and help people, you know. She has a land in Maui, Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even got land in check. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you will, definitely, though, you will. You will, okay. you will. But definitely Oprah Winfrey, number one. Number two, Issa, you know, um, Issa is like the millennial version of Oprah, and she's doing it as far as like television, more entertainment side, more series, more comical, more comedy. You know, when did you tap into that, sis? Like, what what made you pursue it? How many no's did you get? Like, how did you stay strong into that? Because you know, Insecure is our show. Like, you know what I mean? And I miss it so much. Um, and you know, she got like this major deal with HBO Max where a lot of her content will be streamed there. That's a check. And, you know, how did you pursue it? Who do you recruit to be on the team? You know what I'm saying? Like, those things. So, definitely my my boo, Issa. Love her so much. Um, Number three, Quinta Bronson, Abbott Elementary creator, star. She 4'11", just like me. And who is your stylist because every time I see Quinta on the red carpet yeah who's giving you who's giving you this flair girl she be real yeah. fly she be real fly and for a fatigued small woman with so with a with a big creative mind definitely want her to mentor me and of course um that's three Number one, I mean, I mean, I gave you out three, but um, also Beyonce's. I'm, I'm her to mentor me as far as just like you know, being who she is, you know, and just enjoying your passion while you working and being a mom. I think she's the only one that's that's got kids out of all of this that I know of. Um, right. And still balancing that love life with her and Jay after all these years, and still pursuing her passion in music. So. Definitely those four women of celebrity of who I look out for. I mean, who I would like to mentor me. Um, now, if I could mentor somebody, I don't have a necessarily 
famous person I could mentor, but I do want to wrap Chloe under my wing, Chloe and uh, Haley, both of them, those two, because I just feel like they have so much to give. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to help. I want to be, and I just want to be a part of it. I mean, they probably could be for me, but I would like to take them under my wing. And um, um, the girl from Blackish, the little girl, not Zendaya, the other one, Marcia. Is Marseille her name Marcia? Marcia Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Her too. Um, I would like to, but these. You know what, D? I don't know if I have a celebrity that I could actually mentor because they're celebrities. You know, they're they're yeah. giving, they're getting their bag and stuff. Maybe some young girls in the community. You know, um, I don't know who for sure, but maybe I just need to be outside and try to mentor. Okay. I don't know if I want to mentor yet. I ain't ready. <laughs> okay, anyway, girl. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, you, what about you? You definitely started us off right. I love Quinta Brunson. She was on my list as who I would love to, you know, just have a conversation with. Let her have me come up under her wing. Um, Ava, that's another one I wish that oh, I could yeah. connect with. Both of them are great creators. Oprah, obviously, mm-hmm. but Michelle Obama, for real, for real, because. Yeah, she was in her career bag, and she was a mom. And I love the, you know, the esteem that she carries. But she was also doing it while being like a true like mom. I think she. We mm-hmm. don't know her personally. I can't say who did what and when and where. But from what I could see, it felt like she was raising her kids like how black moms raise their daughters, and she was doing that while her legal career was taking off. Like this was even pre. President Obama like she was a whole Mm -hmm. lawyer and being a wife and a mom and she just did it and accomplished so much and now she's writing books and I just want to meet her so bad so badly um yeah and then there's also uh some costume designers that I would love to have conversations with um Ruth E. Carter I think Mm -hmm. she won an Oscar for her work with um yes she did for Black Pepper but another one that's really underrated is Sharon Davis. Now, if you guys ever mm. pay attention to a lot of our classic movies, a lot of our Black classic movies, and even just general movies, period, Sharon Davis' name comes up in the credits as costume designer. Like, I always mm. pay attention to who's designing the costumes on films because I was, like, you know, real big in fashion, and her name mm-hmm. pops up a lot. She's a very talented, very talented woman. So those are my you know, handful that I would love to have mentorship from because I would love to learn the business mindset behind Oprah, the financial mindset with, cause she she has all that, you know, uh, assets to her name, right? She's a billionaire. I know she has financial advice I could learn and the business behind Michelle Obama and managing her career and childrenhood and motherhood. Mm -hmm. So, and then the fashion with my costume designer ladies. And then if I could mentor a young celebrity, I like that you said Marseille Martin. I would love to, um, and I guess it would be less of a mentorship, but maybe a friendship. But Mm -hmm. because I'm older, I still feel some kind of kinship in a mentor capacity because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still like, hey, I'm a fan. But as an older person, I'd love to just kind of, 
dig into your head. Like, how are you able to balance your youth with being a producer and or yeah. making sure she's prioritizing her youth and making sure that yeah. they're not too focused on making sure they're fashionistas and social media and these career moguls, like just making sure they're still down to earth. So that's, I guess, the kind of mentorship I'd like to bring to the table with some of these social media influencer celebrity type youth. Um, I have I see one her more. growing up so fast. Whoa, but... sorry, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. That's it. Oh. I was just going to end on that. Yeah. Um, there is a girl, and she, she co-directed Queen and Slim with Lena Waite. I think her name is Masik. Melina. It's, it's Melina something. I don't know her last name. But she also directed Beyonce's, a lot of Beyonce's videos. And um, she's very fly as far as style. And then mm-hmm. her, if you think Queen Queen and Slim, how raw the, the movie was, mm-hmm. um, I think that um, she has a lot to offer, um, and even, okay, um, the formation video, like, she directed that video, and it's very raw, it's like, they in the street, and they dancing, or they in the bottom of a swimming pool, like, those established shots, like, those, those, um, creative, the creative direction that she has, I would like to be, I would like for her to be my mentor, too. Yeah, and I'm going to piggyback <laughs> on Issa Rae. You said Issa Rae, and I wanted to say her name as well, because she mm-hmm. came back from humble beginnings also. I like those um, creators yeah. that have yeah. those humble beginnings. Um, mm-hmm. She came out of making her YouTube TV show being awkward mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. highlighting the awkwardness and making that work for her. That's my girl. I was, and then what she did with Insecure, based on that experience, yeah. like, oh, okay, let's move on because we we can just really keep it going. Honestly, yeah. that could be a whole other episode. Too, and is so good today. Yeah, rap shit. I can't wait for that to come back. Do we know when that's coming yet? Because I've been waiting. I'm on it, the ground to find out. Okay, yeah. is it is, has it been impacted by the strike as well? I don't know. I'm just ready for it. I don't know. I don't know either. So that was a great icebreaker. Thank you for bringing some good gems. Bringing some good gems. But let's get into it on a personal level as far as our own personal experiences. We're just going to dive in with a few questions. um, Because I want to talk about growth and how mentorship is a big part of that. And get your take on your experience and if you've had a mentor or do you think you know having a mentor makes a difference do you think that you could improve your experience in that nature do you have advice on reaching out about getting one if you think it's helpful so Mm -hmm. let's just start at the top what has been your experience with mentorship and you know how have if you know if it applies how have you how have you experienced it Okay, um, let's see, uh, I want to say, like, when I, I, okay, for background, 
it took me a while to finish college. Uh, life just be life man. I've had a lot of things. I've gone through a lot. So um, I had a college. Uh, excuse me. I have a I had a scholarship mentor first. Um, I would go see her periodically, like in between uh, some like Christmas and summer breaks, like off seasons, and just talk to her um all the time like probably from the age of 18 to like 21 and that was probably like my first mentor that I've met outside of home um you know like my sister was my biggest influencer but um just meeting someone outside of family and unfamiliar and like kind of expressing things to her I felt like she was very useful at the time um, I was in college. Um, I struggled with a lot of depression and, you know, just low self-esteem around that time. So she would give me things to kind of like help me, like give me, give me tools to do better in school and believe myself. And in general, just to listen to me talk. Um, Sometimes we kind of seek mentorship. Well, at that age, we kind of seek mentorship as far as a job and professionalism. But I felt like she was more useful to help me um, sort out my feelings and things that I was going through. And then kind of help me, like, find a guide as far as, like, what I wanted to do in school and how can I, you know, get these these classes or these, these are the classes that I need to take for this career. Um, she was very helpful. I'm still in contact with her. Um, you know, we still have a good relationship. I felt like it was beneficial, um, at that age. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, it's not beneficial now, but at that age, like between that 18, 21 age, or even 25, you know, those are those transitional ages. Um, she was very beneficial. But once I, you know, moved to, moved to Georgia, in 2017, um, I found a therapist and, um, in a sense, she's still a mentor. Um, I feel like as far as professional, as far as live, lively skills, she gives me those as far Mm -hmm. as like telling me like, go after it, Lena. Like, yeah, you want to do this, go after it, do it. You know, mm-hmm. you you can do it. You know, she gives me those aspects. But as far as like a, a career mentor, like, you know, I'm a media producer in this field. I've been in it for like almost three years now. I haven't really found like um, a professional mentor to guide me through this business. You know, I'm kind of figuring out it on my own. I have people that I respect and call them mentor as far as like being a business owner, entrepreneurship, and um, you know, just exceeding through different career changes. I have that, but as far as like someone in this profit in this particular field, I haven't met anyone. Um, the only thing that I can say is like the support that I've gotten from those three ladies from college. Um, my therapist and then um, my other mentor um, as far as entrepreneurship if I didn't have those three ladies I feel like I would drown in this field only because the main goal is that they're they're encouraging me telling me that you still can do it it may not be good as far as 
you know, I may not know too much information as far as like um, what you want to do in producing or what you want to do in, with television. I may not have that, but I'm going to tell you, you can do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so it's more of the encouragement side that I get from these mentors yeah. versus like the um, the uh, mentorship on the career side. But I will say like... um. Overall, the motivation that I get for those three women, I feel like that's needed too. That's just as important as somebody is guiding you to what to do with a professionalism because my therapist gave me insight on how to like act around white people. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too in detail and tell y'all too much about my sessions, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of how to... I'm not going to say manipulate, but kind of play at their game, too. You know what I'm saying? So um, let's talk about something else. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you had that support. You had a really good foundation from the three different <laughs> relationships. That's yeah. awesome. That's actually a really big blessing. A lot, Not a lot of people well, can say that they could draw from you know, multiple guidance. Right. But I will say I am satisfied where I've become from college, moving to Georgia and where I am now and starting this platform with you, you know, they encourage me to do those things. So, yeah. I like that. I find a lot of the relationships that I've obtained as far as the mentorship capacity comes from, um, People that I'm close to, I find mentorship with my mom, I, you know, guidance through her, guidance through my oldest sister, just looking up to her and how she navigated academics, career, marriage, um, financing. And then I also find um, guidance through even my, my younger siblings, like how they navigate their passions and go to, you know, all of those people that I'm close to for advice. And then in a professional capacity, um, I have relationships with people who have reached out to me based on what they've seen in my work ethic and just pulling me on to different initiatives that they think that I could be an asset to. I think I told you that I joined a program in Chattanooga, the a national, the national Association of Black Accountants, we call it NABA. That's an initiative that I became a part of based on the mentor that I found in the president of our local chapter. Like that mm-hmm. person has been huge in like giving me resources on how to elevate the career space and connecting me to different places that could get me where I'm trying to go with my career. And it's like a puzzle piece to networking. You know, first you have that person that you come in contact with that's in the same field that you're interested in. And then they open the door up to you to different people or resources or could even write, you know, recommendations for you if there's something Mm. that you would like to pursue. They can validate you or they can, you know, support you in that space to support that you are right for that particular path. It just helps Mm -hmm. to have other people um, 
have your back in that way. And I also found that with like direct managers, like an old job mm. that I've had where the managers, they just know me as an employee. And so when I go into a different field or when I pursue different academic scholarships or when I went back to school, like when I went back to grad school, you have to have these recommendation letters. And I went to my old managers, my old supervisors, because they were able to really vouch for what I could bring to the table. And I look to them for mentorship. And um, even though they see that I'm doing well, I still look to them to see how can I get better because I want to aspire to the same leadership potential that they're bringing. So Mm -hmm. um, I think those relationships are important. I'm glad that I have them. Um, I'm always looking to advance that experience, though. I'm definitely always looking for more people to look to for guidance, to have more conversations with and actually find actionable um, steps to take based on those relationships and not just hearing the advice, but actually mm-hmm. um, executing what I'm learning and mm-hmm. then seeing mm-hmm. results from it. I think yeah. um, after I... That's important. Yeah, after I pre- see where I want to go and then I get the recommendation letters and then I actually see that I you know, I'm approved or I'm accepted into these programs. And then I see, okay, mentorship has paid off. Because otherwise, if you don't have those relationships, you don't have those resources to go to, to support you. And then you apply for these positions and nothing's helping you stand apart. So Mm -hmm. I'll take it into the next question as far as like, and you may be tapped into how you wish those experiences have improved. You may have already dabbled in that a little bit, but um, do you have anything to add to it? Do you, are, are you pretty satisfied with how you've gone about it so far with getting sponsorship or mentors? Um, well, as far as like this, this is our, this is, this is my baby. This is independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this, this is a project that we pursued together, but you know, even with the tea that we have, like this is growth, you know, and yeah. even with us beginning our season two, I spoke with one of my mentors about like, what should we do? Like, how can we, how can we get funded or, you know, what can we yeah. do to make it grow? And, you know, I feel like we're, 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 what we have done this season is a lot better than first season. I see that we're growing. I see that we're getting motion. I feel like, you know, um, we're getting the beginning uh, benefits of what we want out of this. And um, I feel like, you know, that talk that I had with my mentor right before uh, helped, you know. Um, so maybe... Maybe my overall career isn't just in media. Yeah. Maybe it's like kind of like, um, maybe it's tied into media and entrepreneurship. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's helped. It's, I'm, I've, we've improved. We definitely. Okay. So, yes, I agree with you. I am, you know, totally proud of how far we've come between our first season and this season, I think that we're way more organized. I feel, I feel like we're mm-hmm. 
becoming more consistent and the discipline behind that has improved and I appreciate that growth. And as far as like improving, um, I think we're just going to improve on using other resources that already, you know, that are already familiar with this platform and just learning mm-hmm. from other entities that have already mastered um podcasting you know learning from that and learning from people who are experienced with the equipment behind it um and we have some good resources with other podcasters that talk about this process I know we learned a lot Mm -hmm. from the one episode we listened to on brown ambition so those are really good resources but then like meeting all the people we meet with the BEC awards and seeing Mm -hmm. all the nominees we'll be able to learn from them people like we're trying to nominate y'all and all the nominees that are going to be up against us like I would love to have conversations with those people and learn from those people and tap into it I even learned from DJ King you know he also has a podcast Mm -hmm. and just having that conversation is definitely a step in the right direction so with yeah. my creativity bug, that's how I would love to improve professionally, just continue to meet more people and surround myself with people who are smarter than me, you know, it's, and who yeah. are more financially fit than me. You know, if I'm the richest, smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. So yeah, being yeah, in places go. where I might not be comfortable because, yeah, these are esteemed people, but becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable in them spaces so that I can improve I know my daughter's school has a lot of opportunity for me to be in a room with a lot of the parents of other kids who are older than me and Mm -hmm. just taking the opportunity to learn from those parents and ask more questions about their career um, ask more questions from my dad who's retired from his career and he's into Mm -hmm. another career I've used him before and I've gotten a lot of mentorship with him before but I would love to tap into that even more because yeah this is a whole new chapter and he's like a very accomplished person that I look up to so mm-hmm. I'd love to improve that relationship as well so yeah I, I want to say okay. I want to say yeah. something um I think I mean I know we're talking about as far as mentorship and professionalism yeah. But um, I mean, as far as professional mentorship and our careers and things, but family mentors are just as important or, you know, uh, lively mentors are just as important. Like you're speaking about how, you know, your daddy kind of um, changed career paths and, you know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, financially stable. But like, you know, I could say the same thing about my parents, you know, um, especially my dad, like as far as life lessons as far as yeah. like how you can move. Like I used to, when I was in uh, in high school, I would have a rocky relationship between my mom and it was always rooted in because she wanted me to do things as far as what she wanted me to do, not like right. actually listen to take the time as far as what I wanted to do. But I just remember my dad like telling me like, you gonna have to learn how to tune that out, <laughs> yeah. you know, and do what you, and do what you want to do. She can give you guidance as far as what, um, she think is right for you, but only you can determine as far as what is right for you, you know? And that's important. Right. Excuse me, that's important. Um and um I'm not saying that anything that my mom says is not good advice because 
my mom low-key could be an event planner like the things that she come up with she helped um, with my sister's wedding yeah like she low-key could be an event planner and she likes events like she she likes doing grand grand things so you know those are things that I kind of look up to her for um and then just mom and daughter time but um I say all of that to say um you mentioned something else as far as like the podcast we listen to like I think we give the title mentorship as somebody that's just supposed to help ground us and shape us into what we want to become but it's really just information that's being passed down to us that can help us be who we want to become like that podcast that we listen to I don't even know that lady, but she was giving so many gems as far as what we need to do to make this show better. Or, yeah. you know, like even that whole platform, like we don't know them, but that's just information that we're we're receiving to make us better individuals in life. And there are a plethora of podcasts that help us, that I listen to, that can help anybody. Like Black Girl for Therapy, I mean, Therapy for Black Girls, uh, Brown Ambition, and um, even brilliant idiots, you know, I think what what it boils down to, you know, mentorship is good. You have that that relationship. But I think something that you said earlier, it's all about how you execute the information that is given to you, because um, that's that's most important. I agree. So. To transition into how these mentorships continue to help us, how do you think it has impacted your mental health or do you think it's had an impact on your mental health? Well, like in college, like I said before, like that that time, like those early 20s, that's a... Congratulations to everybody who feel like they knew themselves during that time. I didn't, you know? And um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be a creative I didn't know I was cool, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know if I could fit in with a group of people. I went to an HBCU, culturally, a, a shocking culturally experience for me. I didn't know, like, I didn't know myself. So I'm saying, like, my insert, my, um, what was the question again? I knew I, I knew it was on topic. How it impacts your mental health health mentorship how okay. it impacts your mental okay so going to college I was very depressed you know what I'm saying and, and figuring out things and just it was a, a it was a fun experience but it was a, a, a bad mental health experience because you want to fit in you want to be with the in crowd and everything so um having people to encourage me then in those early 20s to say that you can do it you know, mm-hmm. um, it, I took a long time to finish school, but it still never deteriorated me to not try to pursue a degree. You know what I'm saying? And even with moving to Georgia, that was just, as, just, that was just like going to another HBCU, getting a therapist saying, yeah, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of encouraging me to be who I am and be comfortable with who I am, make some changes or some adjustments, but still be comfortable with them. I am that helped me. And even with like entering this chapter into my life, my mentorship, you know, my mentor 
also told me, you can do it. You can do this entrepreneurship. You can be a small business under, owner. It has encouraged me to, like, really pursue things that I'm I'm after. And even, like, so much as, like, me and you having business meetings. I'd be like, D, we can get a grant. And you'd be like, okay. I'd be like, I'm, I'm doing it tonight because we can be at the edge of a deadline. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those things kind of, if I have a, I've learned, like, if I have a thought, of things that I want or things that I'm interested in, go ahead and pursue it instead of procrastinating and waiting to the last minute because you can miss out on it, you know? They always say the early bird gets the worm. So I feel like my mentors kind of shaped me to believe in myself and believe in my craft. That's good. That's good. I agree. I definitely think having someone to hype you up and make sure that you are holding yourself accountable to do your to do your talk and not just talk about it but actually like you know what Walk in this it. is yeah this is the deadline we're going to meet this deadline you definitely are really good about sending reminders <laughs> about make sure you do this and make sure you do that because i can get caught up in everything else that i'm worrying about so those mm-hmm. reminders are important um, I definitely lean into healthy, you? huh? I was saying, what about you? Well, I definitely lean into healthy relationships with people who I find as a mentor because, um, I also need people to hold me accountable and not just always compliment me on, you know, oh, you do so well, you got these mm-hmm. degrees and you're on the right path. I just also need people to call me out on my shit. Like mm-hmm. you could be doing this better. You could be doing that better, but doing it in a constructive way. You know, we appreciate constructive con- criticism and not just you're doing it wrong. So you need to move on. You know, mm-hmm. like I love a person that's invested in actually uh, taking into stock tangible things that I can do differently. And um, that just helps my esteem. It definitely helps my self-esteem to know that it's possible for me. I know that there's been like different majors that I switched out of because it got too difficult. And mm-hmm. I wish that there was some more guidance in there that could have held me to the fire like I started out majoring in accounting but after like interning as an accounts payable clerk and I took all these courses I got to this one course and it it was just too much and so I was like Mm -hmm. you know what if I can't ace it I'm gonna switch my major and I did Mm -hmm. but thinking back on it now I kind of wish that there was a mentor in there who could have made me feel more confident in that particular curriculum. And I could have pursued that major, got my CPA and, you know, accomplished a goal that I had set, but it's okay. I know, you know, you don't do that because another door opened and another path, but it's also helping me think about, okay, the next time something gets difficult, I'll have to just reach out to where I could find more advice to build that confidence to stick it through. So I think Mm -hmm. that's good for my mental health in that way with mentorship. And um, I'm going to close out with this last question about Mm -hmm. like finding that person, finding that outlet 
do you have advice on, you know, anyone who may not have the circle that we have had and that we're blessed and fortunate to have had, maybe someone who's been doing it on their own? Is there a quick little piece of advice that you would give to help them maybe get a start towards finding something to help them? Um, I would just say, like, don't be afraid to just go ahead and ask what you want. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember, like, you, you, you know who you, you. I mean, as far as like an individual, you know who you admire. Yeah. Go ahead and ask them. You know, yeah. you see, you see what this person individually is doing. Go ahead and ask them. What are you doing? Don't be afraid of that. Don't feel like you know what I'm saying. You less than because you don't have what they have either. Y'all in the same space. Y'all could be aligned. But also be confident to realize like if if you admire this person and the answer that they give you is not what you need, then that may not be the person that you need to be looking up to. You know, definitely be confident in that. And you can, I feel like the way energy works and the things that, you know, are presented to us in lives and where we're walking daily, every day, some of those things are 1000% meant to be. So if you come across people that you feel like, dang, man, how she get like that? Or how he get like this? Go ahead and challenge that person and pick them their brains to, to tell them or ask them, what are you doing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And be confident in asking them in that. Um, I just realized how much like I broke that wall down of being afraid to ask questions how much information I've received, how much I've grown, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things, the way you think, somebody is thinking it too, you know? The things that you may be afraid, the questions that you may be afraid to ask, somebody is afraid to ask that question too. So just be confident in yourself to pursue um, that person of who you admire, um, and it'll work out for you. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, I don't want to sound discouraging, but I'm saying, like, what is meant for you will happen. If it right. doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant for you. So right. just be confident in asking questions. And I tell you that all the time. Be asking questions. Be confident in asking questions. That's I think that's that's what I've learned myself. That's true. And I'll also say... Um, Join organizations. There's so many organizations that are in fields of interest. Like if you're interested Mm -hmm. in photos or interested in photography, if you're interested in journalism, if you're interested in being the painter, if you're interested in being an accountant or interested Mm -hmm. in being a nurse or you're interested in being like whatever your career path is, there's an organization that supports that initiative. There is a community that focuses on that, that you can join. And so that's one way to become closer to finding a path of guidance. Because once you become a part of that organization, even if you don't want to quite join, you don't want to quite pay for it, join the email list. They hype you up into different events that are happening and you can join Mm -hmm. those events and you can network Mm -hmm. and that puts you in the place to where you can ask questions maybe you don't want to just randomly ask people questions but if you're in a space that's designed for dialogue you'll be more comfortable for those questions to be had 
And that's what I yeah. try to do. I'm a part of so many things where I see events happening because I'm joined a part of that committee or whatever. And so I'm in a place that makes me comfortable to network and get into conversations. And then also LinkedIn, that's a social media platform that's designed for professionals. So if you're a part of that particular platform, you'll see nothing but people who are focused on their careers dialoguing about their careers, posting about advice, posting about classes you can take, posting about jobs you can apply for. It's just so much information that you can get from LinkedIn that you're not going to find on Instagram or Facebook. So that's another way that I would encourage people to maybe find some guidance if they're not finding it in their inner circles. And then like Lena said, you can just ask questions to people that you know. Don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to reach out and send a random email and say, Mm -hmm. hey, this is me. Just introduce yourself. Tap into their brain. Invite them for coffee. Maybe invite them for lunch. Be okay to set that initiative to take someone out. I think it helps when you have something to even offer in exchange, you know, mm-hmm. let it be your treat. Like, do you mind if I treat you to this? I like to mm-hmm. have a conversation about this. So that way it doesn't feel one-sided that they're giving yeah. their time and their energy with nothing in return. You know, at least yeah. they're getting a free something out of it. Or even mm-hmm. if that's not in your space and you just want to do something outside of spending money, that's okay too. People feel mm-hmm. good to know that they're being asked of their advice. That kind of uplifts yes. them as well. It's uplifting yeah. to know that they find value in you enough or you yeah. find value yeah. in them enough to reach out for their intellect. So I'm going to also, this is, oh yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and reading is fundamental. Yeah. Sometimes you need to talk to people. If you just read, read these social media posts, read LinkedIn. Read, right. read is so important. You can right. find the information that you need, you know. Right. Well, I'm glad we had this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I hope this has been helpful this for good, you guys. This was good, D. Very well. I'm glad, I like I'm how glad. you put this together. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. I love talking about these type of things because I love growing and um, I know there's always a way to find an outlet to improve how you want to go about yourself and you can't do it alone so yeah I love talking about this and uh, to close our episode let's just get into how we are going to follow through through the week how we're going to step into next week what are your intentions Lena do you have anything if not that's mm-hmm. okay too you know no pressure I'm intending on going on a new date <laughs> <laughs> very spicy Nah, for real. Um, I I'm gonna be intentional. <laughs> I'm gonna be intentional as far as like uh, I need to clean my apartment. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I need to well, fold some clothes. I'm trying to think yeah. of like what what do I really need to be intentional about? Um, things are working out for me, so I'm excited about that. So maybe just yes. finding a little bit more time to continue pursuing my chores around my apartment okay and um i'm getting ready to go on vacation i'm really yeah. excited about this i'm counting down hitting the, hitting the sand and the sun oh, i cannot wait real. 
I cannot wait for a vacation. But um, yeah, continue yes. to jail my three days a week and still being blessed and pretty and being a good friend to you. That's all Thank I got. you, girl. I appreciate mm-hmm. you always and forever. And I'm going to step into that too. Yeah, so let's get into my cleaning bag. I could be better about that. You know, I'm always clean, <laughs> but there's stuff that I still want to do. So yes. yeah, I'll put that in my intention. I'm going to continue my book intention. I really want to finish my book. Kind of glad I got it from the library because I have a due date when I got to turn it back in. And so now I'm feeling intentional about finishing it before my due date. But if I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask to renew it if they let me. I need to find Mm -hmm. out, though, because if they don't let you renew books, I really need to get on it. I'm pretty Um, sure they will. Probably. I have an UTC library, so we'll see. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. I ain't going to be too hard on myself. Those two simple things. And hopefully, you know. We'll have some new tea as we reconvene next time. Yeah, some real juicy tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, I just want Oh, yeah, go yes. ahead. Oh, well, I just want to say again, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for being supporters. Thank you for, you know, just kicking it with us. Like, we enjoy yeah. doing this. This is our content. We're passionate about it. Uh, we've grown over the last couple of months and we are getting close to our one year anniversary so we, we just want to say thank y'all so much for everything and also again if you have any questions anything as far as being a guest on the show anything you would like to tell us please email us at yeah. pod at gmail.com we want to hear from y'all yeah we're not i'm not on the gram i handle the communication for, I'm not on the ground. You're going to have to email us. So tell, tell us what you want to hear. You know what I mean? I agree. Y'all, yeah. Y'all take advantage <laughs> of that for sure. Take advantage yeah, of a conversation. We created that for y'all. Yeah. We, we, we encourage you to leave comments, questions, feedback, and concerns. And as always, we appreciate y'all. Enjoy your day. Smooches. Bye. <laughs> Bye.